0: and welcome back to the Total 90 podcast. Today we're joined by Andy and Owen and we'll be discussing the man himself, Cristiano Ronaldo. The episode was recorded on the 10th of September 2021. Enjoy. Evening
1: fellas, how are we doing? Evening, you alright?
0: Yeah, I'm good man, I'm good. Um, so today obviously we've got Cube on and Andy as well, but you guys haven't been on together before, have you? No, I think no, it's like
2: two heavyweights, isn't it, Z? Like.
0: Yeah, to be honest, uh, generally I think both of you are more positive in your outlook for most things, so I'm, I'll make sure I'll bring us down like if we <laughs> a little bit too high. Um, I'm sure Andy will be buzzing on this episode anyway with it being uh, Cristiano Ronaldo one. Of course, um, mate, of course. We'll get started straight away anyway, boys. Uh, we've got a fair few things to cover. The man's got a long, long list of achievements that we'll probably have to go through. So Yeah, some player. Eh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's all right, isn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not bad for free. He's done one yeah. or two things in his career, yeah?
0: Don't, don't, don't say a free, by the way, Andy. Uh, Q will get his accountancy hat on. we <laughs> yeah. have uh, got the calculator ready, like, like, guys. Well. Don't worry about <laughs> that, like. <laughs> Right, right, we'll start with his uh, sporting days, yeah? It's obviously, um, I'm guessing not none of us three really know that much about his sporting days. Do you guys want to start off from what little you might know?
1: Uh, massive sporting fan, mate, back in the day, you know? Um, grew up watching the the Green and Whites. Now, nah, I've, 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 to be honest with you, I'd never even heard of him before we were sniffing around him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't heard much about him at all. I think it was two thousand and three when we we signed him, but up until that point, nah, never heard of him. There was on, only one Ronaldo in my eyes up to that point.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm similar, I'm similar. I'm similar. Like, I, I mean, I know like Arsenal were kind of linked with him, but like as, as you say, like you know, I, I knew a little bit about him, but like you know, never really watched Sporting as well. Uh, I mean, at the time, I think Sporting were like. A bit of a factory, weren't they? Like yeah, they produced loads of players didn't they, that, that other clubs were buying, but yeah. Mm. yeah. Was
1: he was he cube? Was he another player Venga could have signed?
2: <laughs> mate, it was like I think that's one of when Venga like says about like all players he could have signed, like Ronaldo's like the one that got away from him, like so
0: yeah, I did hear I did genuinely hear that as well, you know.
2: That is true, <sighs> that is true.
0: That's one of the things I've actually noted down to have a quick chat about i more so remind Cuba about uh, <laughs> <laughs> mate, like I know I know we're not exactly talking about Wenger, but I think we'll have to do a deep dive on not Wenger, just the signings he missed out on, and just do a best eleven. That's, an, that's sure. an hour. That's an hour and a half podcast on its own, I think. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, boys. Um, I'm pretty much similar, but it was like uh, I think just as he was being linked to us, or just before the season before. I think he was uh, big on Football Manager, and obviously around about that time. Uh, I was banging to it as well, so that's the only way I knew of him. But, you know, when you're a kid, you like obviously see, see his name about on that game and then you're like, all right, when he's playing your club, you'll watch him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, especially the stuff he was doing against us in the friendly, because I, I don't think uh, the friendlies back then, because you didn't have all the streaming sites and things like that, that you could watch uh, the full game. So I think MUTV might have done the usual, which is after the game had been played. Like a couple of days later, they had repeats on or something like that. I yeah. remember seeing him on there doing his step-overs and basically skinning half our team. Yeah. But I think by the time I'd watched those highlights, the rumours were already there that we were in for him. Yeah. Uh, well, not even we were in for him, we'd signed him. Because so, that's how it used to be back in the day under Fergie, wasn't it? It was like, just out of nowhere, most of the signings it would be where right you don't hear anything and bang, he's in.
1: Yeah, Fergie, killer transfer off before any of his rivals yeah. sniffed it
0: out at all. Yeah, and I think Andy, you'll have seen the quotes and stuff like that. Paul Scholes, and I think it might have even been John O'Shea, who he uh, skinned over <laughs> and over again. Yeah. We're begging him to sign him. I think, Cube, uh, obviously that story about um, Wenger wanting to sign him is legit, and you guys were very close from what I understand.
2: Yeah, I mean, like... I I know you were joking about, like, oh, all the ones we could assign, but, like, yeah, I think there's a bit of a, um, like a false hype around most of them. But, yeah, I think we were, like, we were quite close to Ronaldo, like, as, it, as the story goes, but, yeah, it wasn't meant to be. I mean, obviously now he's, you know, we look back at his career and you can say, like, you know, he's been a tremendous player, but I, I do think, like, <laughs> begrudgingly I would say, like, that, you know, Sir Alex Ferguson had a massive part of play in the play that he became as well, so... I think you know. I think he went to the right place for him. To be honest, like,
0: yeah, we'll talk about that obviously a little bit more later on as well. But you know what? The article I was reading, basically from what I got got out of it, if United didn't have that um, friendly against Sporting, I mean, we might have been interested, but we wouldn't have been that quick, and you guys would have probably ended up getting them.
2: So, I don't know. I mean, I I think that that's that's I don't I do that's that is the story. Is how it goes. I don't know. Like, I I just kind of see. I think that's just um, that just has the smell of like Fergie, like trying to play a bit of mind games with Fenger. Yeah. Like, do you know what uh, I mean? Like,
0: yeah. One one other thing, I did read another article years ago um, that he wasn't even the best uh, best player at sport in uh, the youth levels. Um, the reason I remember the like obviously by the time this article had come out, Ronaldo had already became like I think he was at uh, like Real, like at his peak, basically. But the, the article was about like this other lad who was apparently head and shoulders above him. But um, at the time of the article, I think that other lad was working in a restaurant and Ronaldo was obviously doing what Ronaldo does. But I think that, that's a little bit of a snippet of his um, work ethic, isn't it? Like, you see coming through that it yeah. wasn't the best. But
1: I think that's, that's one of the points I've got uh, for the last topic later. Um, yeah. About the the Messi and Ronaldo debate, but yeah. I was I was listening to another podcast the other day um, about and it was talking about the 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 time he was at Lisbon and we that friendly and how we how we scouted him etc cetera, et cetera, and it was it was pretty interesting. I don't know if it's true or not, but apparently there was a there was already an agreement in place. So United were on tour in the States that summer, and um, the last leg was before coming home was to to go to Portugal and play. I don't, I don't. know if it was in Portugal, but played uh, Lisbon in that friendly. Yeah, yeah. And there was already an agreement in place where United were going to sign him two years down the line. It was actually oh, an agreement yeah. with United and Lisbon. But after that friendly, and the impact Ronaldo had, Fergie was like, "I'm not leaving this stadium until he's signed and coming back with, with us." You know, so it's pretty yeah. interesting. But all yeah, the uh, yeah, all I've the players were
0: somewhere.
1: all the players were going, you know, going mad about him like talking him up, saying we've got to sign him. Even even likes Aquino, you know, and um, poor John O'Shea. I think he had John O'Shea on toast that game, didn't he?
0: Yeah, just as well, to be fair. John O'Shea put a world here and we never got him. Um, John O'Shea's uh,
1: legend,
0: brother. Yeah, unless you guys have got anything more to add from Sporting, and I know you'll be chomping at the bits for Sporting uh, trivia, shall we move on to uh, just a little matter of his first stint at uh, United? Uh, Yeah, yeah, let's. What? I want to start by, uh, like, when he signed, um, more so did uh, Andy this one. Can you remember his jumper the way he turned up? He had, like, a monobrow, oh, br- that ugly ass. Like, I mean, I've <laughs> won some horrible, it's, horrible It's stuff like, like
1: something out of Jersey and the technical Dream Coat, wasn't it? <laughs> Christ. And he had that, like, blonde
0: highlight on curly hair with yeah, his what, teeth going on. it,
1: teeth, yeah. That's some lucky <laughs> had going on. Yeah, yeah. Who was it? Who is it you signed? Was it was it Cleberson? Um He signed with he somebody because he had the photo shoot on the on the pitch with somebody. I'm sure it was Cleberson. Could be, you know. You know, possibly. I can't remember for sure, but he was somebody. Um and it was I'm sure
0: was it was a Jemba Gemba.
1: Oh, the legend that is.
0: He's only retired today, you know. Popped <laughs> That's up on my really?
1: <laughs> age
0: fifty-four. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah, that jumper man, that... <laughs> Hideous. I just remember him turning up with that jumper and it was boot cut as well, wasn't it? Like he was wearing these <laughs> flares.
1: Yeah. Some um,
0: yeah, moving swiftly on from tearing down his looks. I mean, I'm sure all of us have had shockers back in the day. Um oh God. what do you guys remember from his debut from uh I mean, do you remember anything at all? Bolton, he came on against I, I remember it, I remember or... it pretty
1: well to be honest. Yeah, um, take it away. No, it was it was some dem- some debut, like I think he came on. Second half for yeah. Nicky, but if I remember right, um, and he came on, and everybody was obviously, obviously wearing the number seven shirt. I think Bex had left that summer before, and it was like, all right, this kid's number seven, he's, he's gonna do it. And he, he just, I think it was um, Nicky Hunt at uh, on one of, one of the wing backs for Bolton. I only know that because he was he had some connection with Wigan. I think he might, I don't know if he was from Wigan or not um big tall lanky fella but he just absolute ruined nicky hunt uh, down that down that flank and yeah it just the usual step overs and stuff and it was just the, you know it started off a bit right what's this kid going to do it's a bit you know we've not really had this kind of thing before young lad doing all the step overs and the fancy tricks he was getting a few fouls but then he just he just tore it apart and i think i can't remember the score of the game i know we won I can't remember the score, but we just kind of went into another gear. The further he went into the game, and uh, it was just some some debut. I think there's quotes knocking around from from players and you know who he played with and stuff. And there's even George Best, who was was alive at the time. I think he co- he was quoted as saying something like it was one of the best debuts he's ever seen from a United player. And to get that kind of plaudit is you know you've got to be you got to be something special there, so the writing was on the wall straight away for me.
2: I think the the George Best quote wasn't it? He said something about like, oh, like there's there's been players described as like the new George Best, but this is the first time when it's a compliment to me. So
1: ah uh, yeah, that that's yeah. I mean, for him to say something like that, you know it's you know it's the real deal.
0: Yeah, I didn't actually get the watch his debut live. You know, my um, dad had just bought a property that he had, he needed basically cleaning out and gutted. So, obviously, I got dragged and I didn't have a say back in those days. I, I wasn't old enough to just basically say, no, I'm not doing it. So, there I had the radio on and uh, just, like, even through the radio, you could tell it was, like, a special debut. So, I was just dying to go and watch, like, Match of the Day to see what this was all about. And, like, I just remember even on Match of the Day, like, just Ronaldo highlights were on for about five minutes of the game, even though he was <laughs> okay. only playing for 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so as a big cut, I missed that. Um,
1: was your dad a United fan, Z? No,
0: nah, he's not. You know what? My dad's not even. He's more of a cricket guy, isn't he? He's like All right. your old Asian man. Um, uh-huh. And he supports the East teams, which uh, I don't personally get. But for him, he just wants the East teams to do well, specifically yeah, fair enough. Sunderland. Fair enough. Um, no, no, it was my uncle who's a United fan, to be fair, who got us into it. Thankfully so. Yeah, imagine if my dad was back to <laughs> football and he got us into uh,
1: could have been so, so different, mate.
0: Yeah, could have been, could have been, mate. I mean, I still get stick from my mates who are Sunderland fans, like, but uh, hey,
1: yeah, they had their own documentary on Netflix, did they not?
0: Sunderland? aye, it, mate, like, I, you know, that bridge that everybody walks over, yeah, I bike over that for, to go to the gym every uh, every morning. <laughs> like.
1: That's your claim to fame, mate. You've made it in the world.
0: <laughs> I, I um netflix uh <laughs> episode of my man riding <laughs> i tell you what you know what funny you mentioned that um again we'll go back to ronaldo but like, i think a few weeks ago uh, i went to the gym and like i barely noticed it was much day it's it must be really bad for them at the moment like because like normally when it's a home game mate when it was in the premier league you just couldn't get over that bridge and mm-hmm. i was in the car and i just got over quite quickly and i was like I only realised once I'd crossed over that oh it's match day because you could see some people with scarves on and that. Sad isn't Bit of isn't a shame. It, like massive club, northeast yeah. clubs. I think we'll have to do an episode cube on the what happened to the northeast clubs and oh mate, uh, why, you know, why they're massive, etc. No, that's a great, great show. That it's a great show. Yeah, make a make a note of that, mate. I'm sure we'll have to do that at some point. Right, going back, I've, I've totally forgot what we were talking about. Uh, Ronaldo. One more thing as well. Speaking about his. Uh, I'd, like, obviously, I'd watch match of the day and a couple of things kind of stuck out to me. One is them, like, you know, the white socks that he used to wear over his mm-hmm. like, like his normal socks. I think they were like ankle pads or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But he would have like taping or whatever it was. I think he's one of the first ones to do it or I remember doing it. Mate, within a couple of weeks, I was doing the same thing, and uh, I think you boys both know Gaz as well. Like we make Gaz, um, we used to go down the park, and I wouldn't even try and score me. I would just try and keep on doing stepovers <laughs> around him until I got booted by Gaz because he was like he was still the same size as he is now when we were like twelve and that. So, um, anyway, let's let's move on in terms of obviously that was the debut, but. What did you guys think? Because I I have it down on here because I I do want to talk about Euro 2006 because I think that was the turning point. Like if you wanted to put like a pin in a point where, right, it totally changed as in he went from, oh, this kid's going to have potential or he's just a flair player. He's doing too many step overs, no end product to something just clicked. Would you guys (laughs) say it happened before that? Or do you think... It, that was like one of the main catalysts, like Fergie used that. It, it was quite like uh, I let you guys jump in, but I thought it was quite reminiscent of Beckham when he came back from ninety eight. I think
2: it, I think it's an interesting one, isn't it? I guess um, you guys,
0: <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the incident 4, with the, the wing, yeah, yeah,
2: the Rooney altercation, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh we're effectively yeah, but but anyway. Um, I think it's easy to say, like, oh, he's all flaring step or whatever. Um, but I think as, as we were just talking about, like, from kind of day one, I think everyone kind of, you know, people who know football anyway were kind of saying, like, oh, I know he's different. Like, he's not just about this. Like, he's got a lot of kind of, um, like, massive potential. Um, I think everyone saw that. Um, I think you're probably right, Zeebo, in terms of, like, that's kind of what spurred him on. I think you're right. Like, Fergie did use that. Um, but I think it's it's also down to like his personal mentality as well, because obviously he's going around getting booed like in all the grounds, like and I think you know, particularly playing for Man United, like Man United is a is a pressure club and you need to have a certain personality to be successful at Man United. Um but when you're going around like every stadium and and everyone's booing you, like every time you touch the ball, like I think it takes a certain mental strength like to get through that. And the fact that he kind of like, as you say, Produced like a, a tremendous season, like under that pressure. I think that was when I kind of knew that he's going to be like a proper special player. Like,
0: yeah, um, Andy, just for our listeners, do you want to elaborate a little bit more before we move forward? Just because some of them might be quite young, not knowing what happened with Beckham and what the comparisons are. Yeah,
1: I think similar to what Q was saying, I think to play to play for United, you've got a certain mentality, and under the Fergie era. He kind of—it sounds cheesy to say—but he, he was the father figure to these kind of boys who got that treatment, and it was kind of a, a world against us kind of mentality. Yeah, exactly. You know, you keep it all in house. You don't—you ignore ignore the haters, ignore the booze. You're going to get it. Prove them, prove them, uh, prove them wrong on the pitch. Kind of thing. Um, the stuff that happened with Beckham was—you know—when you look back, it was this—it was just disgusting, wasn't it? You know, hanging. Oh man, it was it was awful looking back. You know, uh, we we all know what happened. Uh, we don't need to repeat it. It was this. It was nothing short of disgusting. The 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 Ronaldo wink incident. I think that was far more. It sounds weird to say, but the Beckham was was more of a of a natural, natural reaction. Not that I condone it, um, but the the Rooney Ronaldo incident. It was more Hollywood. Yeah. Kind of thing. It was. It was kind of. Um, yeah, I think
0: the papers pushed it, didn't they? they yeah, were, glamorized they is,
1: is the word I'm trying to find. Um And they, they they made they made a mountain out of a molehill. I think, you know, reading reading articles and listening to interviews back with the likes of Rooney and Ronaldo and some of the United players, there was never any issue in house. There was never any issue yeah. between Rooney and Ronaldo. You know, we they all know did, what.
0: Uh... Just to quickly stop you there, mate. It did. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Ronnie did want to leave, though, didn't he? Like after that happened and all the like stir up. Because I mean, I think he wanted to go to Real at some point in his career, which we'll yeah. find out further down the line. But I'm pretty sure he tried to get a move, and I think Fergie just did the same type of thing to what he did to Beckham, which is fight or flight. Mm. And he wanted him to fight. But continue, sorry, mate. I just wanted to.
1: No, I think we all know what Rooney is like on the pitch. He's he's a hothead head at the best of times, and his reaction is is the kind of reaction that the likes of us would have if we're playing on the park kind of thing. Um, but I think because of that reaction and obviously what happened after in England crashing out, you know, all that sort of stuff, the the media just glamorised it. They, they saw a, a storyline and they grabbed on with it both hands and obviously the, the, the public who read the red tops kind of thing got all the scarves out and they were waving it for... For Rooney and, and England and yeah they're just giving the the hot treatment but I don't it was quite similar but I think it was more glamorised than the than the Beckham incident. I think that it, it captured head the head
2: imagination, head. didn't it? I think that was the thing, wasn't it? It was as you say the wink. It was just I mean it was it was it was proper just like tabloid noise, really, wasn't it? And it yeah. was kind of an excuse of why England got knocked out when like you know what I mean England of that, that era basically weren't good enough to progress into like the final stages of a tournament. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah.
0: And there was exactly. there was a lot of animosity between the tabloids and the England team in the like in the international scene as well. So they would either blame one of the England players, or if they could blame like somebody like one of the foreign players, then even better. I mean, didn't Rooney stamp on Carvalho's balls or something? Yeah, like that to get yeah, balls? that's what I mean. Like, was... Looking back, I don't know. <laughs> like, nah. It's not like. Um... Like uh, Ronaldo dived, then winked, and got him sent off. It's like, like looking back, like come on, the guy just stamped on somebody's legs.
1: Yeah, it's so me. So it was all, it was all very much glamour. And that, like, uh, like you've just alluded to, then it was, it was kind of a scapegoat mentality. You know, let's not admit that we actually weren't good enough, or it was a, a nasty stamp. Let's blame the wink. Let's blame Ronaldo. Let's, let's all give Ronaldo shit. And yeah, it was.
0: Yeah, which is um. Just a little bit of a side note, and I'll have to give him his uh, props because I'm I've been one of his biggest haters back in the day. Um, as uh, somebody famous once said, he just got the job in a technicality. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Southgate, mate. Like I think how he's handling like the media now and how he's building the team. I don't agree with a certain like some of his picks and stuff like that, but fair play, he's his own man and he's choosing certain players and he's. It looks like he just gets results, no excuses, moves on, and then just looks at how he can improve the team. Mm. Just wanted to give him a little shout out because I know I'll, I'll be one of the first. Well, I have been one of the first back in the d Well, he's d- one, d- one d- of
2: our d- listeners, d- isn't he, so I'm sure he'd be very no. happy that you uh, that you said that. Like Who's <laughs> <laughs> sassy? Me and him on the, on he's the one, I think he's one of the 12, like, isn't he? Uh, me and him well, share pizzas are we up all the time. To, are we up to 12 now, are we? Jesus! Oh yeah, I've included like the three listens that I give every week, mate. <laughs> twelve
0: million boys, twelve million. Give,
2: one day, mate. One day. day.
0: Um. Right. Uh, so anyway, that's what I thought was the catalyst, but I'm I'm guessing we are we are all in agreement that really really did kickstart him. Obviously, from that point, um, we started seeing a different Ronaldo. Can you guys remember any like this is from his first stint at United? Any performances that really stuck out? For you guys, any games?
1: I've got, I've got a couple, but over to you, Cube. Go for it.
2: I don't, I, I don't, I don't. Um... It's a bit hard for him being an Arsenal fan because half of them were against Arsenal. Uh, nah, I mean, I don't like <laughs> literally. Like, I just just got visions of that. Like, you know, the counter attack goal that you got in the Champions yeah, League. I just that yeah. like, just like that that one is the one. I mean, I, I know he probably had like. Better performances or whatever, but I think that, like, you know, that puke, like, because obviously, as we talked about earlier, like, you know, he is naturally a flair player, but I think that goals, like, just proper, like, um, like pace, power, like technical execution, like, Mm -hmm. and for me, I think that's the difference, like, of Ronaldo, kind of in the latter years at United, was that like, you know, the the flair was there, but it was it was just all end product, um, and it was devastating, like, um.
0: Was he also the person who came up with that knuckleball? Was, can I? I can't remember. I, I don't want to like give him credit for that if he was in the first.
1: I can't game remember game. it being done before Ronaldo. Yeah,
0: because I, I remember speaking of Arsenal as well, Q. And um, obviously that counter attack goal gets shown over and over again. But I'm pretty sure the season when uh, when he scored that ridiculous goal uh, against Porto when it was like just inside the foot, like I would say about. Twenty yards inside the their half, and he just yeah. like open player, just let rip. I think he did something similar against Arsenal, didn't he? Like a little bit further in, but I'm pretty sure he scored a long ranger. He, yeah. so, he, he did,
2: yeah. he scored so many against Sonny. Like, <laughs> you because
0: I, I remember he scored that against Arsenal, and then I was like, oh, that can't be beat, or. I don't know which way around it was, but either way, whichever goals he did first, like out of the Arsenal and Porto one, I was thinking that ah, he'll he'll not do that again. And then I think two weeks later he did All it right. again. I was like, blimey. me!" Because uh, we were in the, we were
1: playing in the black kit at the time, were we not?
0: Yeah, I think I think against Arsenal we for for sure. Yeah, yeah. I Can't remember against Porto. Yeah, um, both screamers. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you one of the anyway, Cube. Before before I jump in because I do have a game in mind. Um. Any, any, any no, I got me. I,
2: I want to hear your one. Go on.
0: It was actually, uh, we were talking about the club before Sunderland, back in the heavy heights of Premier League days for Sunderland. Obviously, when United were in town, I'd always go and watch them. And uh, he scored that hat trick against Sunderland where he just, I think it was the last time he scored a free kick because ever since then they've been going like top of the stands or whatever. Um, I think he scored a free kick as one of his goals. One, pre- Well, he did get a hat trick as well, and then got a standing ovation from the Sunderland fans. Um, yeah, that was pretty special because, like at that time, he didn't used to score that many. Like now, seeing him score a hat trick is probably not that unique, but that was pretty special. There's um,
1: one, one minute. Uh, no, the the one the one game that stands out for me. I mean, there's there's moments like the goals. Um, you know, Cuba alluded to one, the Portsmouth goal, the Porto goal. There's one game that stands out for me was the I think it was it two thousand and six. League Cup final against Wigan yeah, I can't remember, yeah, I can't remember yeah, the year yeah. but it I, th- was that, I think it was around that was just there. the Ronaldo show that was um, yeah that was some performance yeah the whole, yeah, the whole that. game that was
0: when he was young as well wasn't
1: it ripped them apart I mean I know it's I don't want to do Wigan any discredit, saying it's only Wigan because they were they were flying high at the time. They were doing they were punching well they above did, the leg. They, they beat Man really City in well. the
0: final, mate. So yeah,
1: yeah, they were doing really well at the time, you know. Uh, and it's League Cup final, but yeah, we um, we turned it on and Ronaldo's. Yeah, he just he just made it the Ronaldo show that day, and that's one game that stands out for me.
0: Yeah, Cube, anything to admit?
2: Yeah. Were
0: um, you there at the Sunderland
2: game with me? I think I probably was, talk. mate. Yeah. I mean, I think it's 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 not one like, you know, the draft from Ronaldo for a second, but I think like the Sunland fans have got quite a um because like, I remember Henry got like a standing ovation from the Sunderland fans as well. Like do you mean? So they they're quite like they've got a bit of a track record of like recognising like special players. Mm. Um with standing ovations like, but yeah, anyway. Um what was it? Was there was Dude, that... This isn't the Arsenal podcast, we <laughs> know I, <we're> Henrique, but... <laughs> you know. why wait on you mentioned the standard version, yeah. Um, and so, sort of, but anyway, now I was gonna say that, um, was it a Champions League goal against Roma? Um, when 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 Scholesy crossed it in, um, and he did he yeah. almost like came out of nowhere and did that bullet header, didn't he?
0: Yeah, I know what you're on about. I think he just absolutely wiped the man out as well when he jumped, he like came in flying. It was a header, wasn't it? Ah, it. it was a
2: header, aye, aye. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I think this was before again we knew that he could leap like a salmon.
2: Well, I think that was for me, like, I think I think the reason why that was like I think that one stands out of my mind is because as you say, like he he scored loads of kind of technic, technically really good goals and like you know, 40-yard screamers or whatever, but that one was like just power, wasn't it? And desire. Like, mm. and, and it was and it was like probably the good, like. 12 yards out in the header as well, and the keep like, and it didn't even go that far away from the keeper, but it was just the, the power and it wasn't it? Like, um, yeah. left him with no chance. Yeah. And
0: obviously, we'll see. Uh, sorry, go on, mate.
2: No, no, go for it,
0: mate. I was just going to say some of his achievements with us as well, just like uh, winning three back to back Premier Leagues. I think a large part of it was down to him. Uh, I think when he started clicking, obviously, we had Rooney as well, but Rooney had to sacrifice a lot of his game, I think. For like Ronnie was our spearhead wasn't he like mm-hmm. during those years um, one thing I remember and you'll have to correct me Andy if I'm like if my memory's uh, not right when I say this when we won the double um, I remember he got wiped out at Pompey in the FA Cup and it was a blatant penalty like if we had VAR basically it would have been a penalty and we would have been back in that game it was that game where we had like 241 shots and they scored <laughs> with like I don't know half a shot that they had or something <laughs> like that obviously I'm exaggerating because there's, anyone been, a few, like...
1: there's <laughs> been a few of them over the years to be fair though haven't
0: there yeah but it was like I just remember that man he got fouled and we were like I know it's probably like too uh, like if presumptuous is even the word to like presumptuous I think is the word I'm trying to look for like to assume that if we beat them in the semis we're going to win the FA Cup yeah but Yeah, that could have been another trouble there,
1: mate. He became, he did become that kind of a player for United, though. I mean, that every every player loves to hate, and he's he was a target man. I mean, he's 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 played his career like that to be fair, but just because of the way he plays. But every every player in the Premiership, just especially when he first came on the scene, and it was the step over kind of era for him. Every player was just like, especially you know, the the kind of the last of the old school defenders of that era, that we don't really have in today's game. Yeah. The the guys who were coming to the retirement age, they were just after snapping him. You know, who's this kid coming on the block doing these step overs, trying to take the piss, yeah. and he got foul left, right, and center. And yeah, he did good, did go down easy. But a lot of players went down easy, especially in in more modern times. Um, and he just got a name for himself, but. Yeah, he's, he's he got he got tuck out quite a few times and didn't didn't really get anything because his reputation preceded him.
0: Actually, funny you mentioned that because I think we mentioned it in the in the last podcast cube um, when we were talking about like uh, uh, the United um, uh, Arsenal one. Which we've got in the in the can cube. I will release it eventually. I'm holding it back. How is Z? Stop
2: mentioning Arsenal, man. This is a Ronaldo <laughs> podcast. Jesus.
0: <laughs> but I think uh, I don't know who made the point. If it was myself or one of you guys, can you remember like speaking about going down too easy? Keno schools, he had to like kick, kick, uh, kick the shit out of him basically to like in training to make sure that he wasn't too soft when it came to game day. Yeah. Apparently he was just like literally rolling around and complaining. Every time, even in training, so they just like spent a couple of training sessions just kicking him whenever he got the ball, just booting him. So I think he got he got pretty sharp used to the tackles with uh Brown Kano, Nicky Butt.
1: Just think, if it if it wasn't for Kino Button Brown, he wouldn't just he wouldn't be the player he was today. <laughs> you know. I'm sure
0: Scorsese would have been flying in there with some of these legendary tackles as well. Like, but um... well, I
2: admit they have to though, don't they? Because that's that's because I mean, um, I remember like some of the like the Arsenal defenders like saying that as well about toughening up like some of the flair players, and it's because the point is like. You know what I mean? The the opposition are going to kick you, irrespective of if you get kicked or not in the uh, yeah. in the training session. Like so, yeah. it's necessary. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Just yeah,
1: touching on that. Uh, touching on you mentioned Wes Brown. Then it's just a, a nice little link. I'm sure it was Wes Brown when we're talking about goals. We've got to yeah. mention that Champions League final goal against Chelsea. Yeah. What a header that was! Yeah. What a header that was! And it was Wes Brown who crossed it. I think was it not? Uh, was it yeah, Wes Brown left who left set left. him up. Left foot. It was a peach of a peach of a little cross and uh, yeah, was, what, what a finish! Because I know Cube was, was talking about a, another header before, but the, yeah. that uh, that header in that Champions League final doesn't really get spoken about enough for me. That was just a yeah. typical Ronaldo header, which we came to to see and love over the coming years for especially for Real Madrid and yeah, yeah There's nobody that, nobody jumps that like Ronaldo. You, there.
0: That gives us a good uh, segue into you mentioned Real Madrid. I think we should eventually move move, move. he got his move to Real Madrid I didn't really like the way he moved um, I don't no. know if you guys remember no. um, it, yeah it, it left a bit of a and I think it's been no uh, secret between you boys that I've been a very very bitter fan like when he left us I was like right I don't want him to do well I know a lot of the fans were wishing him well I was like nah for me I don't hope he wins anything further, but obviously that was never going to happen. As he was moved to Real Madrid, uh, world record fee at the more at the time was it exactly eighty million or was it? Uh,
1: yeah,
2: eight, was it eighty million? million is what I had in my head. I mean, with the thing with fees is like you got to remember, like that Perez is a bit of a um, like egotist, isn't he? So he likes like saying So I mean, I don't think you ever really know, like. But yeah, I think that was the figure that was reported, wasn't it? Mm.
0: Yeah. Um, apparently he. Uh, you know, speaking of Perez, he didn't even want him. It was uh, it was the other guy who'd set the deal up, and because it was already in place, um, Perez was uming and auring whether he was gonna like do the deal, and then eventually end up doing it, and then because I think Fergie said he's not selling him for anything less than a world record fee. Um who is it? I think it was Calderon. Um, oh, I just
2: that rings a bell. Actually, yeah, like the old yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because uh, he was on
2: one of your favorite. Uh, uh, stations, I think, mate. <laughs> yeah.
0: Talk shite.
1: I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> just, he, has, he has cameos on
0: TalkSport now. I, you know. It was back in the day when I actually used to listen to it. Best mates uh, with Jim White, apparently. Mate. G- if Jim White's claiming that, I wouldn't really believe that mate he claims a lot of things. <laughs> He's best no, best, best, best
2: I, about six people, is he? Jim I White loves a name drop like.
0: Yeah, I pretty much stopped listening to TalkSport, I think, when Sun bought him out. And, uh, right. You could just see it was going... A different direction, um, yeah. So what I was going to say basically is, obviously, Perez didn't even want him, and I think we can all agree it was a steal at eighty million now, and he's probably the best player Real Madrid have ever had. And I, I mean, they've had some special players. Don't get us wrong, but I think there's no doubt is there.
1: No, no, I think stats don't lie. You know, he's if you if you're gonna if people are gonna be saying he's one of if not the best player that's ever to have played the game, then off that. Merit alone, he's, he's got to be the best player. I was going to say, mate, he was, he's,
2: isn't he not the best player that Man Uniteds have had as well? Like, so,
1: Aye. yeah, exactly, has to be.
0: Um, that's a difficult one, you know. Like, I think in terms of sheer talent, yes, but has he given, like, so someone like Giggsy, say for example, what he's done for the club.
1: Is yeah, that a little
0: no. Because do you know what I mean?
1: I think in for yeah, in furnace, you know, you can, you can say he's the best player Real Madrid's ever had because his his stats don't lie. He's played over three hundred games for them. He's I don't know how many he's played for us, but he's he's nowhere near that.
2: Well, I think he ended. Played, he played nearly two hundred, didn't he, for United? Is um, yeah, I think it's one hundred and ninety-six. If I'm correct, me if I'm wrong. He
0: played a All fair right. few games. It's just I think we because of like uh, some of the players like Giggsy, Scorsy because of the yeah. length of time and um, to be firm me, I, I think for us d- you'd have to define best if you say yeah, yeah. the most um i don't want to say skillful because like skill can mean several different things the most talented i guess you could say like in terms of all-round game yeah probably is ronaldo but i would say if you're talking about the best taking everything into account like who's like, for the club, for United, it'd probably be, have to be between gigs or Scolese, mates. for me. I think squallsy for me, like, watching him live, and I'm glad I got to watch him live because he was a special player, and he's one of those where you could tell on TV, obviously, because of, obviously, some of these long passing, et cetera, which look good, but when you see him live, it's different. Like, there's certain players you just can't tell how good they are unless you watch them live. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so for me, it would be off the top of my head, anyway, without thinking, it would be between Giggsy and uh, schools.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with you.
2: I'd agree with you. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, From your point of view, Cube, somebody from the outside looking in, would you say he was the best player? Uh, well,
2: I think it's. I mean, I, I was. You know, I was. I was only making the point kind of half-flippantly for life, but I think it's a. It, it's a really interesting debate, isn't it? Because, as you say, I think it. It depends on your definition of best, doesn't it? Because, like. That can mean a few things. Um yeah. I, mean, I think undoubtedly like in terms of talent, like he's he's the best. Um but yeah, I mean I think the two names you you've you've said there off the top of your head are probably pretty strong contenders as well. I mean, in terms of gigs' raw talent, um he's probably not that far from Ronaldo, really. I mean, I think we'll as as Andy was saying earlier on, probably when we talk about Ronaldo versus Messi, we'll maybe talk about some of the things that Separates Ronaldo from kind of other top top players, um, but yeah, I think probably to me that, and I'd probably say even despite the fact that you left, like he still he still did a lot with United. Like, um...
0: yeah, I'll give you some, I'll give you some stats, mate. Why, like, I'm a little bit bitter and uh, well, I, I struggle to like accept that he was our best player, mainly because. His stats with us, so I've got here, he's nearly played 300 games for us, 292, scored 118 goals. And I think the other stat must be like assists, but we'll not look at assists because Ronaldo is mainly about goals. Um So that's 292, 118 scored. He's played for Real Madrid 438 and he scored 450 goals. I feel like I've been shortchanged mm-hmm. as a United fan.
2: <laughs> yeah, but mate, he was wasn't he? He was playing in the centre for pretty much his whole time at Real Madrid. Whereas United, he was playing as a winger for pretty much yeah, all of it. And
0: and we had to like kind of build him. That's why like he's got the affinity with the club, isn't it? Like he knows that he's always said we and by us, obviously he's talking about Fer- Fergie. Basically, made him what he was. Although he's probably been modest because he had the work rate, but.
1: And also, it's it's a lot easier to score a hard-trick against Osasuna than it is against Stoke City. <laughs> well, exactly. You know?
0: Yeah, that's a fair point, I guess, mate. Although there is still <laughs> cold uh, Wednesday nights on Osasuna <laughs> as well. So here it can get windy.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, dear.
0: <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> um, no, mate, I, th- I think you... I see what you're saying and there's definitely an argument to be made and who knows uh, we will talk about it later on uh, and I'll call back to this when we talk about his latest career move. Um, Did you guys know that the Real Madrid fans actually booed him the first season? Did they really? Yeah mate. What was all that about? Yeah but Real Madrid fans also booed Zidane when he first joined them the first season. (laughs) Absolute tosses mate. I, I, I don't know why but Outside of UK, I just don't have any time for Real Madrid fans. Nah.
2: Mate, um, Ronaldo...
0: Geno club, as I call them.
2: Ronaldo was United's first Ballon d'Or winner since George Best, like.
0: Yeah. No, I think when you're talking about, like, ability-wise, you can't deny it, isn't it? Like, Yeah. I think the only thing that gets anybody else close to him is longevity and medals. But, obviously, he was a key part of those medals as well when, say, Giggsy won his second... Um, Uh, and scores, I think, when he's second Champions League and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, I do see see
2: when you say about Real Madrid, though. I think you you like I think what 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 we're gonna say, and and you are absolutely right, is that he moved on to another level, like when he was at Real Madrid, and I think that is right.
0: I think what I would say is not even just another level. Like I think he was already like top of his game um, at at United, Um, like he was actually a lot more, he used to do a lot more playmaking for us, even like I'm talking when he won the Ballon d'Or and when he scored, I think, 42 goals or something like that, like in the season, he still set up a lot as well. But I think with Real Madrid, what happened is he just basically, even before he moved central, he became very goal hungry. So it was like, right, I'm going to score. That's it. Like if I get the ball, I'm shooting and I'm scoring. And most of the time he did. That's why he's got like, an average of one point, like whatever it is, more than one goal a game. I think he um, thrived
1: on it being the Ronaldo show at Real Madrid for all that time as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would have been the Ronaldo show if he stayed. I think his characteristics, wherever he would have went after he'd hit hit the peak, I think he would have always been the main man. That's again, we'll talk about that a little bit. Obviously.
2: Yeah, but I think I think mate as well. Like, probably two things I'd say just off off that would be. 'Cause I think because it was Carlos Quieros was saying is that like he always wanted to be the best in the world. And I think probably part of the thing when he went to Real Madrid was that like he knew there'd be a direct comparison with Messi. And obviously Messi was banging the goals in. So I think he felt like he felt the pressure, but like, you know, not in a negative way, but like in a in a way that he kind of rose, rose the challenges. The challenge, that, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think that was one of the things that you know, I think he always wanted to play for Real Madrid in terms of an ambition, but I think like part of that was fueled by putting himself up against Messi like and yeah. like you know going toe-to-toe with Messi like in the same league um as a direct comparison. And just going nice. back on what you said before about um he's more of a playmate for United. I think we, we talked about this in the Barcelona part about Iniesta where Iniesta's got that football and intelligence to like adapt to what the team needs. And I think Ronaldo's got that as well like yeah. if not equally with Iniesta maybe even more so like where I think he is, like, such a good player that effectively he can adapt what he brings to the team based on what he thinks the the team needs.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, just because you mentioned uh, Messi's name, and I think we've alluded to it a couple of times, and I don't want to get into too much of a deep dive into the Messi-Ronaldo thing, because we're going to obviously have a separate episode for that in the future, where I'm sure we'll have a lot to say. But, like... Obviously, it's a constant thing, Messi Ronaldo, and it's got to the point where people don't even support clubs anymore, people just support one of them too. It's like mental, like when you go, like the animosity. Like, if you're if you like one of the guys, you have to hate the other guy. It's like, what? It's like nah. crazy. Like, I mean, I, I don't think it's a secret that I personally, as a footballer, prefer Messi, um, but. I think you've just got to put your hands up and say, different type of players, you might have a different taste of which one you want, but they're both head and shoulders yeah. in the history of the game.
1: Certainly in our lifetimes, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, I, be, I, I feel quite controversial about this because I think for a long time there was that debate between Messi and Ronaldo. Um, and I do take your point, Z, about like, it's, it's kind of like the way that you look in the game, I think, where, you know, say if you're like a, a skill based player, you look to Messi and like, you know, the kind of the, his pinnacle of like um, dribbling and like going past all these players that like he's, you know, on his best day, he's just absolutely magical to watch Messi. Um, but my view is that I think Ronaldo is now like by himself as the best player um and the reason as and the reason I say that is is because if you look at his achievements like across the board like international level as well where he's been the captain and leader of that portugal side and you know what the portugal team has achieved with him at the center of that as well i think for me i think ronaldo stands alone by himself now That's like, a
0: very very hot take mate and i'm not the... going to dive into that with you right now because i think we're going to have to hold that for the Messi-Ronaldo podcast because I've got a lot to say about that. Mm. Um, But what I was going to allude to is both of them, like Messi has definitely pushed him on and he's pushed Messi on, as in we wouldn't see those stats for either of them if the other one wasn't there, if that rivalry wasn't there because the hunger probably would have went a little bit quicker in the sense that, all right, instead of scoring uh, 60 goals a season for like five seasons, I'll just do it like, Forty goals a season I'm still like 20 ahead of everybody else does that make sense
1: yeah no I get you. I get I get your point I think they've they've, they've certainly pushed each other on um yeah because like like say without one or the other you know would you would you see as good would you see as good of a Messi as as he is now if Ronaldo wasn't around for his career would you see as good a Ronaldo if Messi wasn't around for his career I don't think you would <laughs>
2: So. You
0: got anything, start, uh Anything else, to add On that, uh... I mean, I think I think
2: I think you I think you're probably broadly right to say that, but no, like Ronaldo just I think we mentioned it briefly before, don't we, about his mentality, and I think it's it's something that you learn from Alex Ferguson, isn't it? Because we we're talking earlier on about how Fergie used the Euros to fuel like Ronaldo, but I think if we're honest, like Fergie would have found anything, like it just so happened that the Euros was the thing that he found. And I think Ronaldo to an extent is like that as well, where like yes, you're right, like he has been fueled by La Rava with really Messi, but I think he would have found something else to fuel him because he's got that mentality. Um and I yeah. think that, that's that's one of the special things about Ronaldo, I think, is that like he's just it's <laughs> just his professionalism and his mentality as an athlete, like it's just exceptional. He's um so I think that's and on. the
0: thing, isn't it? Like, uh, I would say one of them's head and shoulders naturally talented, like, as in temperament wise, it's a little bit different. I think it's just the fact that he's so gifted and that's Messi, obviously, I'm talking about, which puts him up there. Whereas the other one, Ronaldo, has had to constantly work and constantly change his game. Mm. To like, yeah, I mean, that's another thing I want to just touch on in terms of changes, uh, changing his game. Let's talk about it whilst he was, like, obviously through this period, just because I think the biggest changes arrived at Real Madrid, really, didn't it? Because from my point of view, I see, like, maybe three or four stages in his career. Like, the first one came to United as, like, a prospect, uh flashy winger. Then, I think, became a little bit more solid, a bit more reliable, Start like got more regular game time. And then, like, when we mentioned about the 2006 onwards, Became like I would say an elite. Like I would say before 2006, the season before, he was an elite winger, or a world class winger, and then he became an elite forward for United. Would you guys agree? Like as in not just a winger, like as in a forward.
2: Just yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that, on. and I think that's that's definitely the difference, isn't it, between as you say, like he was, and I think that's the thing that you almost forget now, don't you, that he actually was an elite elite winger who then has become an elite forward.
0: And then I think uh, towards the end of Real Madrid career, he just became an out and out forward. It wasn't even a case, like centre forward, not even a, not even like a left forward or anything like that. Do you guys agree?
1: Yeah, I could uh, I couldn't agree more. He's he's, he's turned into a, an out and out prolific forward. You know, there's no doubt about it. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons. I know you, you're going to be doing a future episode on the whole Messi Ronaldo thing. I think you have to you have to appreciate both of them. You know we're so blessed to have them both. But if it was a pick, Ronaldo pips it for me because of the reasons Cube alluded to, um, and of also what you alluded to a couple of minutes ago about he's had to work and adapt uh throughout his career to change his game. Um, I think he's, Messi's a lot more naturally talented. Ronaldo's had to work a lot harder in my opinion, um, and develop his game. And I won't. Won't go too much yeah, Q, into it
0: other than Q, that. Q, Q will know. Obviously, um, the reason I go for Messi from our our seven aside tournaments, obviously, <laughs> that is a little bit more naturally. Do you, do you know what I would say
2: about, I, I'd say about? I'd say and like you know, are we talking about like relatively relatively fine lines here? Because I think like I do, I do think though Messi's like part of that is like he makes you think that because he makes it look so easy, and there is absolutely definitely like not like it is down to his natural ability. But if you look at like so many players that had like really good ability and they don't do it, like how Messi's done it. So I think that's, you know, Messi has been very professional and worked on his game and all this as well. Like, I mean, it's it's, it's not an accident that he's that good. Like, um, and I do take your point, like, and you know, I agree where Ronaldo is probably his, his strength because of his professionalism. But I think like, you know, Messi does not necessarily match him, but is pretty close in terms of his professionalism too.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, what I would say the last thing on, then then we'll move on because again, I think we're eating up the future, fu- eating up into future material, aren't we? Um, what do you call it? The way I would describe it is: Do you prefer a machine or do you prefer like an artist? Because like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Ronaldo was a machine, like. Do you know what I mean? End product. That's it. Like you got out there. Whereas the way Messi does things is a little bit more artistic, I guess. Like if you're a football purist, if there is such a thing, like, it's a bit of a cliche to say, but I guess the technique that just as an example, the technique that Messi uses is a technique that you would have seen, like so say for free kicks as like, you could see that say 20 years ago, somebody doing it like Maradona. Um, obviously Maradona comes to mind because they're both left-footed, but do you know what I mean? Like side foot, curl, top corner, whereas that knuckle ball is something Ronaldo's come up with and obviously other players are doing it now. But for me, like, that's not... Do you guys understand what I'm getting at? As in, like, that's a technique that's to do with end goal. It's not, like... It's not I like it's on, not like... it's not
2: instinctive, is it? Like as in it's it's practice, and he's thought about it, and he's yeah. developed that in response to something that he's seen. Whereas like Messi, you're, you're right. Like he, it's almost like he doesn't necessarily like think about it. He just does a trick, and he's passed someone, doesn't he? Like, yeah. and you can't really, and you can't teach him that can you? That's just you kind of yeah. born with that, really.
0: Yeah, I'll uh, let us move on for that one because, like I say, we we are diving into a little bit more deep, like a little bit deeper than I wanted to. Um, Real Madrid, If I missed anything? Have we missed anything from his Real Madrid time? Well, I think he scored the a couple of Champions Leagues.
2: A couple of, I mean, you don't have to go through his stats or but I mean, like some of the goals he scored for like Real Madrid, like it was like bicycle kicks and stuff, wasn't it? Like, I mean, he scored yeah. some absolutely obscene goals for, for Real Madrid, didn't he? He did all right, you didn't
0: he? Where was that one where, well, actually, it was uh, against United, wasn't it? Against Patrice Evra. Um, I think it was the game that uh, Nani got sent off for for God knows what reason. It wasn't sent off anyway. Oh yeah, it was on that Arbeloa, when Arbeloa was rolling around the floor, not being touched. Anyway, (laughs) starting to get a bit annoyed about that knockout, clearly. No, it was the goal, I think, where he just leaped and it looked like he was in the air for like three, four seconds. Before he headed the ball. Can you remember when Patrice Everest slips a little bit? The headed goal against United.
1: Yeah, vaguely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that was one of the goals that stuck out. Well, I guess, I guess that sticks in my memory because it's against United. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mentioned there he won like, uh, I think, three Champions League, obviously, back-to-back. And then I think they won another one as well. But, you know, just before he went on that crazy run i don't know if you heard this uh, uh andy your q as well the season that fergie retired um apparently because obviously he wasn't planning to retire until like i think towards january or whatever when his um when his wife's sister and like when his sister-in-law's husband passed away or something like that or mm-hmm. i think he's or his sister-in-law passed away either way somebody passed away yeah and it affected his wife. And it wasn't a decision that he was planning to take, like as in he was still going to hang around for a few years. And René Mullenstein said, basically, there was some big, big transfers um, lined up that summer. And he kind of alluded to one of them being Ronaldo, because at that time, Ronaldo was having some issues with Real Madrid, because he didn't actually win, like the because cha- obviously they they're like obsessed with the Champions League Real Madrid fans, and they hadn't won the Champions League in a long, long time. I don't think they even got to the semis for a long time. And I think there was that summer where there was a little bit of unrest. And from what Mullenstein's kind of hinted at, it was, I don't want to say close, but there was a good chance that he might move move back to United at that point. I mean, we all know how that turned out. We got Moyes and Fellaini instead. Sorry, Andy, I know you're a massive Moise fan.
1: Everything. Can we do a podcast without mentioning Moise? <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah, um, just a little bit of backstory <laughs> there for your uh, Cube. Basically, yeah. Uh... I'll, t- I'll <laughs> and... tell it, Z. Cube,
1: basically, <laughs> one day, I said, um, oh, Moise was a bit harshly treated. And then from, from them few words... And Moise's biggest fan. But he was
2: harshly treated, wasn't he? But like but Z,
1: but Z will tell you another story. Uh, Not, harshly
2: enough, <laughs> <laughs> Not harshly enough, Q. Not harshly enough. Oh mate, I, like we draft to talk about, Moise, yeah, we, should no, talk about another, uh, we should talk about another another time though. I think that I think that is a good debate on Moise. Like I think that's I, but yeah.
0: Just to clarify, Andy, I mean both of us might be <laughs> wrong here, because you know, you can never trust a narrator these days. But uh, from my from my memory, it was like <laughs> Everybody in our little forum had already turned on Moisey saying he's useless. And this was like, I think, two games before he was about to be sacked. And uh, the only person in the group who was still <laughs> saying just give him time was Andy. <laughs> so basically uh, now, if anybody yeah. Moisey mentions Moisey, you've got to apologise to Andy. Like you, got
1: the, you got the job on a technicality.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Fergie still claims he had nothing to do with it. Oh, um, no,
2: Exactly. Anyway, anyway, but yeah, yeah I think... so
0: that's yeah, so I was just gonna say there was a chance before he won the like back to back. I'd never, uh, I hadn't focus.
2: heard that. See, I mean, I know like, I don't know, Renny Mullenstein, whatever he's called got a bit of a he comes out with some things. So I don't know if I believe uh, that
0: that's right. why I, that's why I said alluded to me. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll move on because uh, you know, big Renny might uh, get upset if we. <laughs> <laughs> call his uh, <laughs> call his stuff too much. way Juve move that came out of nowhere didn't it like
2: yeah, it was I a didn't shocker. expect
0: him to move did you guys
1: no not at all not Could at all especially to Serie A
0: yeah I, did, I didn't expect that I think it, I get the feeling he didn't expect that either because to me it looked like he was trying it was a power player wasn't it and then he kind of I'll give Perez one thing if he digs he's, he's a little bit like Daniel Levy isn't he like when It comes to dealings, obviously, he's not as tight as Daniel Levy, but like if he, he's quite hard headed, as in, like, if he's not going to give you the deal he wants, kind of like, um, how we ended up with Varane because he didn't want to give Varane the money. Um, I think they did try and give him the money actually towards the end, but we'd already stepped in and got quite far down the line, but yeah, so he ended up moving to UV, and to me, it looked like, as in, like, what's going on, like, UV just. Seemed like a bit of an odd move, but yeah. What, what is what did you
2: guys think about it? Was, yeah, I mean, it was like you say, it was a bit strange, wasn't it? It kind of came out of nowhere, but then I think it's like it was something like 100 million euros, and he's over 30, obviously. I think that might even be the, like the record transfer fee paid for like an Italian club. I mean, was
0: 34, I think, when he moved there. I oh, it's
2: mad, isn't it? When you think about that, like how old he was and how much they paid for him. I mean, like to be honest euros with you, or something, wasn't I, I'm saying like 100 million euros, like it's just um. Madness. It is madness. Um, I, I mean, it, I don't know. Did did they get sufficient value out of €100 million euros? Like,
0: give you the stats like, um, hundred and thirty four appearances and hundred and one goals.
2: I mean, but it, in, and I and I mean because we were talking about this, I think last week, see, weren't we? Where I didn't even realise, but I think he was like the top scorer in Serie A last year, wasn't he? Yeah,
0: I didn't realise that to be honest, mate. Um, I, but then,
2: but then you look at say Juventus, sorry to cut across there, mate. No, no, but you look at Juventus last year and they were nowhere near winning the title. Do you mean so? It's like, you know, I don't think I'm not like doubting like right, what Ronaldo's done at Juventus, like because obviously he's gone there another league again, like aging but still doing the business. Like, I can't, I don't think you can dispute that. His output, um, I mean, more just from like Juventus's point of view. Like, do you mean it's a lot of money and actually, like, he's not. You know, I mean, they're not, it's not like they're walking away with Serie A every, every year, is it?
0: Yeah, you're right, mate. Um, I mean, we'll dive into that a little bit more later on because uh, it'll probably prop up, um, when we talk about one of the other things when he's come back to United, etc. But, uh, I mean, if I'm being honest, I haven't seen much of him, I haven't watched Serie a that much. of Seen highlights here and there. What about you, Andy? You're a mass- you're always Syria correspondent, normally in the forum, aren't you, mate?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm massive. Um, I don't don't know. Who I'm a bigger fan of mate Sporting Lisbon or Syria. <laughs> 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 to toss up early, early, early. Uh, sporting Lisbon, Lisbon though. Um, yeah. No, I've I've not watched much of it, mate. At UBA at all, other than you know, um, Champions League and stuff like that. I've not watched yeah. much uh, much. Of it. it came it came as a massive shock to me to. Go from Real Madrid to Juve because at the time, you know, you couldn't really argue Juve were, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. It might be a big call, but Juve weren't really dining at the the big table anymore at that point. It was it was a bit out of the blue for me, uh, especially think, the money uh... for the age as well. It was just a bit random, but you know, credit to him, and it, it goes to to what Q was alluding to before. You know, he's. He's adapted his game. He's changed. He's he's gone to different countries, and that's why he pips it for me. Um, But he's gone to Serie A and he's ripped it up. You know, he
0: he's won a Serie A as well. Just so you boys know, I think he not last season, but the season before, he did win the uh, Serie A title.
1: Yeah, he's you know he's he's ripped it. He was the top scorer in in Serie A last season. Finished top scorer above Lukaku. Yeah, you know, so you've got to you've got to give it to him. He's just it's unbelievable. He's he's done it everywhere he goes, and hopefully he does it for us now.
0: He's. Uh, uh, I think the the reason you've paid that money, boys just from my, what little I could understand of it, is they were also obsessed about trying to win the Champions League.
2: They were splashing the a bit game. of cash at what, the time. What? I can't remember. I can't remember who they signed, but I'm sure they're like he wasn't the only one they signed. Like I'm sure they signed like a few like big money players at the time. And I think you're right, see, they were trying to get like that Champions League, weren't they? Because They'd won like a few. um I think they had something nine. like nine championships in a row, didn't they? Like yeah. Serie A titles or something crazy. Yeah. So, but but obviously, like they were dominating Serie A, but they they couldn't make that breakthrough in um, in Champions League. And I think that was that was why they wanted to sign him. And I guess that was probably the um, the allure for Ronaldo, wasn't it? Like going somewhere where like the expectation was they were just going to continue to win the title and therefore it would be a platform to win the Champions League with someone that, you know, has that history rather than going somewhere like, say, Paris Saint-Germain, where the perception is they're buying the title uh, or trying to buy the Champions League or whatever.
0: I think uh, before we move on to the United end, because obviously I think we'll want to talk about that, but... uh let's quickly touch up on the international stuff um has anybody got anything else to add about the uv side of it before we move on guys no
1: there's not much to not much to go is really okay.
0: um in terms of international i think that's quite important especially this week because he's just become the um highest goal score scorer in international footballers not he's something like 111 goals mhm yeah yeah yes 110
1: 111
2: he loves, he loves um, records. Like, I think I've seen something crazy when he brought that record. It was like, oh, like all these like, records, like five years ago, it was like all, all these different guys' names, and it's just like Ronaldo's now just like completely dominating the list, the list like.:
0: Okay. I mean, in terms of sorry, boys, I'm trying to do some research I'd like to say, but I'm not trying to think. Really the, thing,
1: the thing what did it for me with that um, the Portugal they were breaking the record. Is it, it couldn't come it couldn't have come at a better time. So in the week leading up to the Portugal game where he broke that record, obviously it just been announced signed for United and stuff, and you had you know all your your pundits who love to hate United and you know like all the, the Sooness and the Mersons and the Trevor Sinclose of this world, but it being like, Yeah, you know, he's I think it'll be too much for him. He, he's not gonna cut the mustard anymore. He's too old, he's He's in his late 30s, you know, he's, he's not going to be the player he was. And then he went and broke the record. And all these same guys are like, yeah, yeah, it's off to him. He's, he's unbelievable. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's going to do it. Andy, so,
0: I, think, I think you've already kind of started uh, going a little bit into it. I know you have to shoot off soon as well, Paul. Let's talk about what we're really here for. The last dance, the homecoming. Have I missed any of the things that our admin has been tweeting out? <laughs> Over the last uh, two weeks, but let's get your thoughts on. Uh, I think you've already mentioned some of it on on his return. Uh, let me tell me first of all, how did you feel when you when you heard he was going to Sydney to when it turned around and we signed him, and then where do you him where do you see him fitting in to our team right now?
1: Is that for Cube or myself?
0: you, mate, because I know you have to take off, don't you? So. Yeah, I've got to go in a, in a little
1: bit, mate. Um, so I was it made me sick thinking he was going to City, but I, you know I'm not just saying it, I didn't think he was going to go to City at all. Uh, I remember I was playing golf with a couple of boys um, even on the day where it was like all the media were reporting, yeah, City, City and the boys were like do you think it's going to happen? Why, how do you feel? And I was like, I'm not worried at all. I, I don't think he'll go to City in the slightest. I really don't think he'd do that. And, you know, luckily I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I was proved right kind of thing. But I, um, when he signed for United, I was like, well, it was, you know, I don't want to get too cheesy and too, you know, fucking dramatic, but it was like a, a bit of an out body feeling, to be honest with you. I couldn't quite believe what I was, what I was reading and what I was seeing and what I was hearing. It was just, it was unreal, mate. I don't know how you feel as a, As a United fan, it'd be interesting to get Cube's thoughts as a as a non United fan as well.
0: Yeah, look, uh, I don't know. Were you in the last podcast? I think it was. uh, No, I missed it, mate. Yeah, I mean, I was saying to the boys, and I'll repeat myself. I was such a hypocrite, and I was shameless, mate. Like when he was going to City, I (laughs) I can imagine. I'm a messy fan. Mate, the moment the story broke that he signed for United. I take like, it back. I take it back. I didn't even say that. It was just like the feeling. And I genuinely wasn't that. Like I was annoyed that he was going to City, but as a player, I didn't think he was going to make a massive difference for them. Nah. I just didn't see him as a pep player. Obviously, I would have been annoyed if he turned up wearing their shirt. But like, from going from not being bothered to absolutely buzzing in the space of like 10 seconds and yeah. then like. Totally irrational, mate. And then obviously I was shamelessly flaunting it as well.
1: Yeah, no, damn yeah. right as well. You no, know, why, why the hell not?
2: Why well, I not? think, you. but you, I think you like it's it's nowhere it's nowhere near the same. And I think this kind of underlines like how special Ronaldo is. But like, I remember when Henri came back to Arsenal, and like you know, I probably didn't have any expectation of like what he was going to do at the club. But, like, it's just that, like, nostalgia and just remembering, like, what he means to you, like, as a yeah. player. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so, I think, yeah, like, I would be absolutely buzzing if I was a United fan having him back. I mean, for me, the money is... is I think we were saying the team another time, weren't we? But, yeah, like, it's it's hardly any money at all, really. And, like, considering, like, that he's l- literally coming off a season where he was the top scorer in Serie A, like, you know, it's, it's not like... You know he st- he still brings them to the to the team, um, and I think that's. And I don't know what you guys think, but I wonder like what what is what is a realistic expectation for them this year? Like, do you mean like like what do you think he's going to do do for United have, this year?
0: Uh, I have quite a lot to say about that, but I will let Andy say his part first.
2: No,
1: just just a quick one before we go on to that, Cube. What what are your thoughts on as an Arsenal fan? Like Ronaldo coming back, and obviously we touched on it earlier in the pod. You know, the some of the performances he's had against Arsenal. Um, what What are your thoughts on him coming back? Not just as an Arsenal fan, but as a as a as a non United fan. Are you excited to see him back in the league? You know, I what, mean, what, I,
2: su- I, su- I suppose like um like Z knows it as well. Like I'm relatively like part that in my view. Like I'm, not, oh. I'm probably not. I'm not like necessarily like the typical like fan, but like, I think it's good for the league personally. Like. Yeah. um I don't think it's... I mean, I know what you said about, like, oh, it feels like a swan song or whatever, and, you know, obviously it's not the Ronaldo that was kind of at United before no. or Real Madrid or whatever, but I still think he scored goals. Like, you know what I mean? He's... I don't... I Ronaldo doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who would come back to United not thinking that he could do something at United this year. Um, and, I mean, like, you know, I, I'm excited to see him again. Like, you know, not necessarily expecting, the, like, the United... the, the guy of all, but, like, just to see how he's matured as a player and, and and how he can kind of adapt again. Like, it's another yeah. challenge for him, isn't it? How he's going to adapt, like, being 36 in the Premier League, which, you know, I think we probably all feel that the Premier League is probably a younger player's league. Like, um, it's very intense and and um, draining league. But I think Ronaldo, if anyone can, you know, <laughs> he's almost like the kind of exception to the rule, isn't he? But I think Ronaldo is probably, like, the one guy who would think, like, coming back at 36 is, like, you know, he's you he, he still feel like he can do something in the league.
1: Yeah, no, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, I, imagine imagine if you were a youngster in the league, just coming up, and you were just getting getting your starting place, or you're coming off the bench for a team, and then you can say to your mates and your family and your grandkids, "Yeah, I played against Ronaldo." You know, I think some of the some of the um, some of the lads in the league now. I mean, not just the younger lads at United, but you know, if you're I don't know, you've just come up with Norwich or Brentford. And you, you're turning out playing a game against Ronaldo. It's like surreal, isn't it,
2: Jamie? You know, that's a that's a really good point. Um, I don't want to bang on about this too much, like, because Zeno's like, I'm a big Formula One fan, and what you're saying there, like, sounds a lot like how some of the Formula One drivers talk about Fernando Alonso. Like, he's in, the, ah. he's he's back in. He's like 40 year old, which is like ancient for a, a a Formula One driver. But they're all like, you know what I mean, <laughs> like. Talking about him like he's like the best thing ever, like Jimmy. You know, like, yeah. Oh my god, I remember the first time I raced against Alonso, and oh my god, it's amazing! Like, and I think yeah, you're, yeah. you're right, it's the same thing with Ronaldo, isn't it? Like, definitely, it must be an experience. Where, where I
0: think... do you think? So, sorry, no, go the, uh, for it, mate. Go for it. No, I was just gonna say, where do you think he'll actually fit in? Uh, to, he's gonna like, be... So, where do you see him say playing against most of the teams, and where do you see him playing against when we're facing someone like City or? Liverpool.
1: I, I don't think it'll change. I think he's going to be he's going to be at the spearhead. I think he's going to be that out and out centre forward, you know. And, uh, and my heart my heart goes out to Cavani because you know you know what I, my thoughts on Cavani are. from previous chats, I'm I'm his biggest fan. I think he's he's unreal for us. His movement, we're, we're a different team when he's in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But to be fair, you are after Moyes, you're probably <laughs> talking about him the most, mate. <laughs> yeah, go on. Sorry, what were you going
1: to say? Uh, so I I just think. The 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 thing about Ronaldo is he'll play up top, you know. I don't think he'll play every game. I think Solskjaer will. And Solskjaer will get a lot of stick for this, but I think he will try and rotate him and Cavani. Uh, a lot of play a lot of fans will want Ronaldo starting. A lot of pundits will be like, You can't leave him out. He's got to start. But I think he'll try and rotate the two. Um but I think... Surely
2: he's, he's going to be one of those guys, like, if the team needs a lift, like, say Old Trafford, like, you're drawn or whatever, you can bring him on and the fans will just go nuts, won't they? Like, Yeah.
0: Here's the problem, boys. I'll, I'll jump in for a sec here because this is one of my main worries. What you guys have said, that would be perfect, as in Cavani gets, you know, say, 20 to 40% of games. And to be honest, I'll probably play Cavani from the start against the top teams because we need him to press... Um, and play Ronaldo in the, say, 60 to 80% of games where we're playing someone who's going to give us a lot of the ball and we just need to finish our chances. I'm just Mm. worried that Ronaldo is going to expect to play when he's fit every game. Yeah,
1: that's my only concern.
0: And I think I was having a little bit too in... in, I can't even remember the same, but basically having a little bit of a chat about... Because I mentioned this morning in our forum that like, has anybody got any other any concerns about the Ronaldo signing? Like, because I was saying this, like, once the buzz is, and I'm still buzzing, I, I can't wait to see his um, debut tomorrow, and that's why we're kind of doing this episode. I mean, the guy's immense. But we are basically not getting Ronaldo that we let go. We are getting a 36-year-old who's basically like Van Nistelrooy. Like, do you know what I mean? As in, it's all about finishing getting mm-hmm. those goals. But I read a stat which is a bit worrying. Um, I'll let you boys jump in once Once I've just made these couple of like, points that I wanted to talk about. One is he's in the lowest 1% of strikers when it comes to pressing. And Ollie was trying to build towards pressing. And secondly, one of his biggest assets is obviously either headers or runs to the near post or the back post. Now, the only person in our team... Who can facilitate that with crosses is Luke Shaw, because I can't see anybody else who's got who we haven't got out and out wingers who are crosses and one Bissaka gets a nosebleed when he gets <laughs> over the halfway lines so <laughs> or becomes Bambi on ice. Um, like, what do you guys think about that? Like, uh, is that not rational worries? Because I, I got slated by some of the lads for even saying that. You know, there's concerns to be had.
1: It's it so far. I think that yeah. When you pull stats like that, you're right, but I think I don't think we need to worry too much about that. Ronaldo,
2: Ronaldo will adapt the team. Yeah, I think I think this is this is the thing is that like you know, is he going to press no? Like I think Ronaldo, um, he's he strikes me as someone. He's obviously very like he's still very he's a very fit 36 year old. But I think he's intelligent enough to like use his energy in the right way. So I, I, I and don't get me wrong, Z. I think these legitimate questions to ask. But I, I think he's, I think he's too intelligent a player. Um, and I think he will. I think he will adapt to the team. So I don't think. I don't think the team should adapt to Ronaldo. Um, and I think you know. I don't know. Maybe it's just an, an emotional thing. But I'm sure. I'm sure they'll find a role from that works. And I think that, you know. You're almost kind of a little bit alluding to his ego about oh, maybe he'll expect to play every week, but I think, you know, and this is probably why it's a good matchup for Ronaldo and United, where I think because he loves United so much, like I think he'd be prepared to like compromise like getting as much game time as maybe as he'd want in other places, like, provided that he feels like he's making a good contribution in, in that in, in whatever way he's making a contribution. Do you know what I mean?
0: Um, uh, I mean, let's not get what like uh, mixed up, boys. Like one thing he guarantees is goals, okay? But you know those stats I mentioned to you guys before goals uh, for Real Madrid, uh, Man United, and uh, Juventus. Like as the years have gone on, his stat, like his assists, have been going further and further down. And like people who've watched him for Juventus last season said, "Yeah, he'll get you the goals." However those goals will be at the cost of the team in the sense that like Juventus didn't score as many goals as they did before he arrived Like as a team uh, since he's been there. So even though his stats are great, and I am kind of playing devil's advocate here, right? Because obviously, come three o'clock tomorrow, I'll be getting that old Vodafone top that I've still got. And it fits us, by the way, boys. It's the only one that fits us. (laughs) I'll be a proper (laughs) Ronaldo fanboy, but... Just to put a bit of context over it, like I think it was Gab Gab Marcotti, I was listening to one of the podcasts and he was mentioning that um, since Ronaldo's came, overall the team's not actually scored as many as they were scoring. Um, So personally, I think Ronaldo, will. there's a good chance he might even win the golden boot, but I'm concerned about the likes of Bruno, Greenwood, and that's on the pitch I'm talking about. Off the pitch, I'm not concerned because I think he'll like you know, his professionalism and what we talked about before. If he can get a little bit of that into some of our players, I think even even if he does hog the ball, it's worth it because once he's left, th- what those players have learned from him. For the two years. Mate, that? I
2: don't know. Like I think we talked about this, and you're right. In what you said <laughs> just there, by the way. Um, but I don't know, mate. I think I think you might be. I think you could make make a difference. Like to get you quite like. Closer to winning the league this year, I've got to say, like, because he's going to get them goals in the games where you don't, you know, you might you might deserve a draw in the game, but he's a type of player who'll get a goal. Like, yeah. and I think that it doesn't take many, converting many draws to wins to make you a, a proper serious yeah. title challenger. Like,
1: I think that you've just hit the nail on the head, uh, Q, for me. How many times have we been moaning over the last few years, you know, with, you know, I mean, last, last season, for example, the wins weren't an issue. You know, we were winning quite a few games. I think we were we were on a par with, you know, your citizens and et cetera. And the losses weren't an issue. It was the draws. Yeah. We we drew far too many games. Um and we couldn't find that goal. It was nil nil or one one and it was scrappy. Look at the Southampton game and the Wolves game, for example. We were we were shouting at the T V, we were screaming like what the fuck's well the, what what's going on? Like, you know, sorry to swear. Yeah. Um, that's that's where right, he'll come mate. into his own.
2: I put explicit on our. Um, oh, all right, that's good. The, mate, okay, every, that's every time good. I come on, mate, yeah, I blow that out the water. Like, so don't <laughs> don't worry about that like
1: <laughs> That's uh, that's where he'll come into his own. You know, he's going to get yeah. them goals. He's going to kill them games off, and that's that could be the difference. Yeah. What what cubes just uh, pointed out on that could be the difference in terms of yeah. getting winning a league or not. And uh, I think I called it when Solskjaer came in um, this this season right now. Is the season we challenge for the title, and I think getting Ronaldo in now was such a clever move. Now, don't get me wrong; I don't think it's what we necessarily needed. I think we we know what we know we we needed that kind of centre defensive midfielder more, in my opinion. But the aura that comes with Ronaldo and who he is and what he's done and what he can do and what he can do for the rest of the team, I think it's such a clever bit of business. Then it could mean that yeah. the difference with winning that winning a title or not for me,
0: right? Um, we'll finish off uh pretty swiftly now. Before we do, I just uh, Q, have you got anything else to add? I do want to ask you one last question, Andy. Before
2: I no, may ask, 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 ask a question, mate.
0: Yeah, Andy, what team are you going with tomorrow starting 11?
1: So I put it on the group, I think. So I've got, I've got usual formation, uh, I've got De Gea. I've got your favourite player and your tip for the Ballon d'Or, Wamba at right back.
0: Mate, uh, if football was played in our <laughs> one half, he would have a chance of winning the Ballon d'Or.
1: I still go, mate. <laughs> best de- best defender in the league for me. Uh, best <laughs> right back, anyway. Um, defensively, not not offensively, defensively. So I've got De Gea, wan Basaka, Luke Shaw, and I've got obviously uh, Maguire and Varane. I've got Donny starting. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I've got Donny starting. Mate, if he doesn't start tomorrow, then that's basically his career over, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? If he doesn't start tomorrow, he's never going to start. I've got Donny starting with with Matic. I've got Pogba off the left, Bruno down the middle, and I've got Sancho. And uh, I've got Greenwood on the right, and I've got Cavani up front. I don't think Ronaldo will start. And... Well, I think wow. Ronaldo will come off the bench purely because of the the atmospheric kind of point of view and, you know, I, I got the piss taken out of me in the group before for saying such thing. It's not necessarily what I want, it's what I think will happen. I think Ronaldo will come off the bench, you know, he'll come off the bench at maybe 60 minutes, 55, 60 minutes and that reception that he'll get when he comes off the bench, wow. Well, It'll be electrifying, and I think that'll spur the team on. But that's the team yeah. I think he'll go with tomorrow.
0: Do we know if Fred's been suspended or not? Because you keep on hearing it, you just don't know. I mean, I don't know how that suspension has worked out in... <laughs> I think you guys would have seen... Mate,
2: I'm, I'm, I'm going to prevent myself from having a rant on this year, but I do not think I do not think he's available. No, nah,
1: me neither.
0: Um the team i would go with uh, and, uh you, you might be a little bit surprised with that and i think i might have put it on a couple of days ago anyway um backline the same i'd go matic and pogba um uh as the holding midfielders bruno as the number 10 greenwood right i would actually go ronaldo left forward and cavani up top because i think that would be interesting needs, ronaldo needs a foil and cavani's actually a good foil for him
1: That'll be um, interesting. I, I'm, I am interested to see if those two can get in the same team and how it would work.
0: I just don't see Ronaldo not starting, mate, because I think our uh, our admin alone put out like 100 <laughs> Ronaldo like, <laughs> tweets and I'm sure like... Yeah, it, I think it'll be madness if he doesn't. Jersey, start.
2: I'd say. I would say like. Um, not necessarily, do, do you like, want
0: to give your team as well? Even though. Ah oh, I mean, like, I've
2: got no idea. I've got sorry. no idea. Let's go with say, like in in between one of your teams. Yeah, like that. that <laughs> we'll do that. Yeah. Um, no, but I was just I was just gonna say quickly. See, like I think actually, Ronaldo on the left of like your front three or whatever, like that's not a bad shout, you know? Because obviously we've got Luke Shaw, haven't you? Who like provides a lot of that natural. Width and energy down the left flank. So that's not a bad shout, you know, Like I think I kind of assumed he'd be, you know, generally started in the centre. But on the left, on the left, it's actually not a bad shout, mate. The only
0: worry is, like, um, it depends on how dangerous their right-back is. And I think their right-back is Yedling, so maybe not that much dangerous. But Shaw will be overloaded, me. I don't think... uh, Because I don't see Ronaldo, obviously defending at all, you might as well. When you haven't got the ball, don't expect Ronaldo to like, be pressing no. or anything like that. Um, I think anyway, that's a good uh, good point to finish. Um, Andy, what's your Twitter handle again, mate?
1: Uh, Twitter handle is just my name, so it's at Andrew Alty, A-L-T-Y, at Andrew Alty.
0: No worries, mate. I'll uh, put it in the episode uh, notes anyway, and uh, obviously Owen's the only social media he's got is the the podcast social media, so I'll uh, point out which one he's managing. So if you want to give him abuse for any of his calls, like Ronaldo's <laughs> head and shoulders a bit better than Messi, I'll I'll, I'll let you boys know where you can get at him. Anyway, guys, enjoy the rest of the evening. I'll yeah, see you too. You it's soon. been a see pleasure. Cheers. Take care, Cheers.
2: Cheers. Take care boys.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode as much as we did recording it. We'll be back next week uh, discussing this coming weekend's actions and also discussing the Champions League coming up and anything else that might be in the news during the week. Stay safe now.